Tonight we are uh, talking with Zeke from the band 13. Uh, we've uh, had these guys, we talked about them featuring on one of our episodes uh, a couple um, episodes ago. And we thought it'd be great just to kind of bring them on the show. We'd like to get to know more about these guys. Uh, really love their stuff and wanted just to share all that awesomeness with you guys. So uh, Zeke, welcome to the pod, man. For sure. Glad to be here. Uh, just so y'all know, Igor's with me too. So you got the full band here. Hello. Okay, okay yeah. Cool. Hey, how you doing, Igor? Sorry, man. Um, I, I, I thought we're talking to both you guys. I just, I only saw Zeke's name up on the thing, but cool. Well, welcome, Igor. Um, awesome to have both you guys here. So again, the band is thirteen. You guys are based out of Austin, Texas. Um, yeah. And just to just to start off, um, the first thing I noticed, like you know, when I'm reading up on you guys, um, you go by um thirteen and then Legion twenty seven, which I thought was interesting. Um, so you guys, you know, I, I guess typically you just go by your stage names when you're performing. So I'm just curious, what made you guys decide to go that route? And how did you come up with your stage names? Like, was there anything behind it? Like, I mean, obviously with, with music, you know, with 13, it's the name of the band. But, um, you know, actually, yeah, where, where did 13 come from? Like, where's the origin of, of the band name? Uh, well, the band name itself. Um, so I grew up in um, in California and I went to this place called the Winchester Mystery House. and uh, in that place, like, there's 13 of everything in there. Like, if you go down a hallway, there are 13 doors in the hallway. If you go up the stairs, there are 13 steps on the stairs. And it's really, like, weird and freaky. Um, and I don't know, that that always kind of stuck with me. So I just, I, you know, felt like it would be a cool name for a band. As far as my stage name, like, I've always been big into, like, new metal bands. Um, but one such band was Dope. And uh, oh, I always yeah. thought it was cool that, like, the singer of Dope had the band name in his name, so I just kind of did a similar thing, you know? Yeah, and uh, Legion 27's actually no longer in the band. He was yeah. in before I came in. I go by Igor 64. Yeah. And I, I got my, my stage name back when I was doing training for, for professional wrestling. Yeah. Uh, my name oh, really? was... Yeah, uh, my name was Eli Gore, and shortened it to Igor because I thought it sounded cool, and I wanted to kind of pay tribute to that because I had to stop that, and wanted to kind of keep that character going in a way. Yeah. All right, all right. You know, it's kind of funny. I I want to say as far as your band name goes, also kind of reminds me of a video game that from like the early two thousands. Uh, I don't know what it is, like at least ten years old. It, it was a video game called. 13 used in roman numerals and it was a yeah. basically a movie about a, a i believe a spy that basically lost his memory somehow if i'm not mistaken similar to like the born identity or something but yeah just yeah. I, that also makes me think of that as well when I, when I think of your name yeah we we get that a lot um funny enough like i haven't played that game yet people have been telling me about it for years and i just haven't quite found the time but uh it definitely looks cool 
Oh, yeah, it's a it's a good it's a pretty like kind of a cult classic game. Uh, got like actually very different uh, kind of graphics because I believe they're basically like a a cell shaded kind of graphics and uh, not your typical graphics uh, even from the time period. Yeah. You know, you guys come from uh, Austin. You know, how was it like for coming from Austin, which appears to be you know obviously quite the music scene down there. How is it for a band like you guys and just like, you know, metal and rock in general down there? Uh, it's pretty nice. I mean, it was nicer before the pandemic, but what survived is still pretty good. There are a lot of cool bands around here that we love playing with and seeing. And I just wish all the same venues were still around, man. So we lost some good oh. ones. So mm. due to the pandemic? Yeah, yeah. Like oh, we man. lost the Dirty Dog Bar and Texas Mist and... Um, like, like staples in, in Austin. Yeah. I fucking love playing at those places. Yeah. But the only music scene that really thrive through everything is the punk scene. Yeah, there's still punk rock going on right now. Okay. Is is Scout Bar in, in Austin? I know that's in Texas somewhere, but is that in, in or near Austin? I forget. Scout Bar, I think that's Houston. Oh, Houston. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all good. I was just... I was just curious. I I know that's that's one that comes up a lot when you know I hear about like Texas venues and whatnot. So especially yeah. for rock shows. Well, I was gonna say, just speaking of venues, um, another one I always hear of, and I believe it's out of Dallas, Trees. Um, do you guys have you guys ever played there? Uh, we haven't played there, but I watched uh, my friend's band open for Avatar there, and uh, oh nice. And uh, Vinnie Paul was in the balcony watching the whole show, so he saw my friend Dude. play and watched avatar it, it was cool awesome, like man. i remember looking up and just seeing him in the balcony like no shit he's here that's fucking awesome hell yeah <laughs> nice also just side note avatar puts on one of the best live shows that you you'll ever see oh yeah yeah right on very cool i've seen very avatar cool. live before can't remember which yeah, show I, though. I, I saw them down here in uh, orlando they played at um the local rock station does this uh, annual like day long festival called Earth Day Birthday, and they were here. I God, I want to say maybe twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen, and yeah, dude, they were they were damn good, man. I was I was pretty impressed with their with their live show for sure. Yeah, dude, they're fucking sick. You know, being a new metal band, how is the reception to you know you guys from being a band in that genre? You know, in your local scene there. I mean, there's like with the with the metal bands that are still around here, there's a smaller fraction of them that are that are doing the new metal thing. A lot of them are going for like a like a really vintage sound while some of them are trying to just like mix elements of it into something more modern. And us like it's more just like we don't really care either way. We're just writing riffs we like and bouncing to them pretty much like it just happens to be new metal, really. Yeah, yeah. It just, it's just a style that uh, has a lot of like groove and movement to it, and it's just you know, an infectious earworm. That's the kind of music we we like to make, you know. Yes, and it's awesome, beautiful genre. It's my favorite. <laughs> this is why we do this. I mean, obviously, this is why we do this. Yeah. So yeah, and and it's just to expand on you know playing shows. I mean, do you guys tend to go out and branch out and play out of town shows? And if so, like, I mean, do you, do you stay within Texas? Have you ever kind of branched out to other states to play? Or fun fact: the first show with thirteen in twenty sixteen was in Oklahoma. Like we 
we drove out of state to play there and uh it was a good time it was a venue i played at with a previous band uh that i liked a lot and then since then like i think we've played at that same venue one other time but since then we've pretty much entirely been in texas we kind of just take whatever shows ask us to play and uh every now and then a bill comes along that we got to get on so Mm -hmm. talk to the people putting on the show and see if we can play yeah we do a lot of houston dallas yeah it's home yeah all the bigger bigger cities around here very cool yeah. and and obviously that makes sense because given the fact that texas is freaking huge you know so it's like there's a lot of different cities and places to play um obviously i'm just curious and i i doubt that i played in the same venue that you guys did it was a real small one in oklahoma um what was the name of the place in oklahoma you guys played at I believe it was the Railhead Saloon. Railhead, okay. Yeah, we we played a place called the Zombie Lounge, and uh, it was real small, and it was in July, and there was no AC, and they literally had both the front and the back doors open the whole time just to at least get some air in there. It was hot as shit, dude. But yeah, I was just curious. (laughs) But uh, yeah, that was my Oklahoma experience. It's like one of the hottest days of the year, it felt like. Man, it's crazy. So, but... But yeah, okay, yeah, that that totally, yeah, totally makes sense. You know, like I said, you know, with Texas being so big, I mean, you guys do have a lot of options. So uh, that's still badass that you guys, you know, still at least branch out to Austin and try to get a fan base, you know, out out of your hometown. So very cool. Yeah, and like we want to tour to other states. We just uh, haven't acquired, you know, every all the pieces to make that happen quite yet. So it's still a work right. in progress. Um, it's just. It's just a matter of uh, getting it all done, you know? Yeah, totally. I want to talk a little bit about your guys' sound here. And one of the things I want to say is, like, personally, I hear quite a bit of, like, like corn's tone and and sound in your music, you know? Would you consider them a heavy influence, or is it kind of mostly coincidental? Oh, yeah, they're definitely a huge influence on me. Them and like Slipknot, Static X, Cold Chamber. Yeah. Um, and like my influences are, are all over the place. Like, you know, I, I take inspiration from like Smashing Pumpkins and Nine Inch Nails and uh, The Cure, The Cure, Depeche Mode. And Tears for Fears. Tears for Fears, yeah. You know, a bunch of old school stuff. Also a bunch of newer stuff like uh, Suicide Silence, Volumes, Amir, yeah. Era, yeah. It's, it's all over the place. Damn, man! You 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 listen to the same stuff I do, man. <laughs> like, like literally, I love all those bands. <laughs> nice, hell yeah, yeah. Our our next album is gonna have more like um, like emo and screamo influences. A bit of like that. Um, a bit of like early two thousands metalcore too, like old Kill Switch and. Uh, oh wow! Of- I'm missing that kind of sound right now, personally. When it comes yeah. to like metalcore right now, yeah. So it'd be cool to, see, to hear some bands uh, pursue that again. Uh, yeah. You know, have you had an opportunity to play with any of these kind of, any of these bands that, you know, like either you, you know, you listen or any other bands that you look up to? We got to open for Mushroom Head like the same week we were releasing our first album, Asylum. And then I, f- I feel like there, I feel like there were more. I remember, almost Drowning Pool. Yeah, Almost Drowning Pool. Uh, <laughs> Like we were set up to play with them, but then they got an offer to tour with Static X instead. And 
I don't know. If I were in their position, I'd take that deal. So yeah, yeah. Uh, any, I, I don't. I don't know any other. We've tried to play with Wednesday Thirteen like three different times, and all three times he's had to bail. The Killer's Confession. Oh yeah, we did play with the Killer's Confession. That was dope. That was a fun. Oh nice. Show. Yeah, we made friends with Waylon that night. It's pretty dope. Very cool. Sweet dude. Yeah, very nice guy. Yeah. Now looking at your Facebook and other you know sources online about you guys, you guys are currently just a two piece right now. Is yeah, it like just how you guys uh, perform right now? And are you yeah. or are you guys like working on um filling out the band still or what? I mean, we've attempted to like bring other people in, and you know, it, it tends to work out for a little bit until it doesn't anymore. And the the two of us have been like the most consistent members of the band, so we're like, you know, as long as as long as we can keep this going, you know, it can still keep going. So, yeah. and as long as we can, you know, put on uh, a good enough show with just the two of us to, to keep people actually entertained and want to see us, uh, and then you know, who who knows if we'll look for, for more people? But as of right now, it it seems to be working with just the two of us. Yeah, like like if the right uh, if the right rhythm section comes along, then yeah, maybe, but. We've yet to see that as of yet, so. Gotcha. So when it comes to, like, you know, uh, recording and everything, uh, so, Igor, would you be putting down the, the, the bass tracks, or, or, Zeke, do you play, like, any other instruments? Or Okay, so on on the recording of the tracks, I, I, I basically, right now, for the past couple albums that I've been with the band, I I just I play what Zeke has has written. He writes, records, mix, masters everything. Yeah. Oh. Okay. It, 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 yeah. It's um, I I create the the all the music. I structure the album and I do all the production myself. And then when it comes to the live performance, that's when I bring the music to you know the members of the band, whoever's in it at the time. And they learn the material I wrote, but I give them like all the room to do whatever they want with it. Like the, if they want to change up the like the the guitar riff or the drum part for like one specific part because it you know shows off more of their their flair as an individual musician, then they're good to go on that. You know. Uh, but on on future stuff, we he has been let like. Uh, encouraging me to to step up with with more writing and. And help him with uh with some of the stuff because it, yeah. it it is a lot it is a lot to do on for for him but he uh he, he's he's really good at what he does and I I'm honestly thankful that that he 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 does it because he's he's written and done some amazing stuff and I, I feel just privileged to be a part of everything. Yeah, and I was I was gonna say you know just looking at basically just all the material that you guys have i mean you've already built quite a catalog um it just it seems like in just a few years time i mean especially if you look at last year 2021 damn dude pretty busy you had like what three album releases where i believe it was what it was two originals and then you even had um it was one full of uh, covers album right yeah so every year we do the uh the studio album releases on october 13th and then for oh, 2021, nice. for 2021, I was like, um, I wanted to re repackage the Daddy Longlegs EP that we did a few years back, and I also had this cover album that I wanted to finish um, before the album cycle of 
the blood on the wall was done because the two are kind of like sister albums in a way. So it's like the blood on the wall and then the, the covered in blood covers album, which was actually a project that I had been working on for a really long time across multiple different projects. Cause I've always wanted to do a cover album and uh, it was just finally time to make that happen. Yeah. And, and I can tell that you obviously have impeccable taste when it comes to new metal. Um, I was looking through all these. I was like, damn dude, you got, you know, be quiet and drive, got the life. How can I live? But also too, I, I think this also covers, you know, when you're talking about, just your overall, like, like you're into Smashing Pumpkins and you're into, you know, Depeche Mode and, um, you know, a lot, a lot of like the new wave of the 80s. Uh, yeah. The, the, these 13 tracks on Covered in Blood, it really encapsulate that. So, like, I think it also, not only is it just good covers and like, you know, like you guys did really well with, with, with uh, the tracks, but, you know, it also just, I, I think, kind of opens up and to, to show like, you know, where your influences are coming from. So, and, and also too, just you know, covering songs of bands that like, you know, you're inspired by and you love. I mean, that that's got to just be a blast doing it in itself. So um, I'm sure I, yeah. I would imagine recording those just was was a lot of fun. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, I uh, I especially enjoyed um, doing the uh, some kind of monster cover and um, destruction of a statue. Um, I enjoyed trying to bust out 96 quite bigger beings. Yeah. Minute. That, that was, that, that was fun because it was like the, I think it was like the last track that we needed done. Right. And it, I think that was the first one where we actually got to have you record guitar in the yeah. studio. And that was cool. Yeah. At, 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 as of now, Igor has been on at least one of our recordings. <laughs> <laughs> okay nice nice <laughs> very cool so yeah and, and um yeah so like you know last year you had covered in blood daddy long legs 2.0 and also creep show so um what we thought we would do is um actually play a couple of your guys' songs throughout our interview uh the first one we like yeah. to drop off is uh creep show itself um we the videos out on youtube you can find on spotify uh so here we go guys check out creep show and we'll be right back
What's up? Wanted to know you you being the you know main songwriter here for everything. How does the songwriting process work for you? Do you think of things more instrumentally or more like think of uh, building something around, say a vocal hook? How does it work work for you? It really depends. Like sometimes I come up with a riff that I really like and I build a song around that. Sometimes I come up with a, a sick line of lyrics and I build a song around that. Other times it's like I come up with a song title and that's where it all begins to branch off. Um, it, it can really start from anywhere. Uh, but like the important thing is to like take the small nugget of an idea and expand it and grow it as much as you can. And that's that's pretty much how we end up getting the songs that we have. Nice. Yeah. And, and I got to say, because I'm sure it is a little bit different, you know, obviously I know that, you know, Igor is going to be a little bit more involved with the songwriting, but, um, you know, because typically with a band, it, it's everyone's got their own way of doing it, uh, different dynamics. So obviously I can definitely imagine, you know, just um, when you're writing it all yourself, it could be just a, a riff or a vocal idea or yeah, sometimes like you think of like a cool theme or something and, you know, it's just in your head and you just kind of just 
go all over the place from there, you know, because like traditionally, you know, sometimes with certain bands, you know, it's like a riff and then a bass line and then lyrics. But like with with you kind of doing all to itself, that's that's really interesting. So that, that's pretty cool, man. So and then also too, look, looking at your guys's um, photos online, like there's some sick masks, dude. I, I really dig the mask. So I was just curious. Um, did you guys just create them yourselves or did you have like like an artist or somebody like create them for you? And, and was there any kind of um how do I want to say this like, like uh d- did you have like some kind of vision or or something behind the mask that like you wanted to look a certain way so i made my mask in preparation for a slipknot concert and i made it with the idea that if i were to ever wear it on stage i could sing through it and then i, I enjoyed wearing it so much that i was like i'm going to make this the face of 13 um because 13 has been a a project of mine for a really really long time like well since before we came out onto the scene but having the mask as part of it is a much more recent thing um but yeah i made mine and i i um i think i have what uh three different masks something like that yeah Yeah, the the first one was a, a couple of cheap plastic masks that i had like melted together and and made look kind of cool and that worked for like the first three shows and then i uh i i bought this three-faced mask and cut it and basically remodeled it to my face and made it look how i wanted it to yeah and i did that for a really long time and uh, i painted it and painted it different every show so i could have a different color theme every show and uh just make every every time you saw us, it was something unique. Uh, and then I realized that mask uh, wasn't going to work forever when uh, when I puked on stage. No. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Uh, and it, it just poured through the nose holes and the eye holes and everything. It, it just, uh, it, 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 the mouth wasn't right. So, yeah. <laughs> and the, the oh. whole thing covered my ears and everything, too. So it, it was just a mess. So I changed to this super cool smiley mask that I painted up, and that one, I, it just was just too sloppy for me. So I got tired of it and started doing makeup instead. Yeah. Mm. Well, you had gotcha, uh, man. one um, on the blood on the wall, and then you have this one right here. So you have four masks. The 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 blood on the the wall was the big smiley mask. Oh yeah, yeah that that's okay. the one I was just talking about for sure. And the 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 last mask I got, I usually just use for like interviews and stuff. I've yeah. never I've never really worn it on stage, I don't think. Uh, but it, it's a clown mask. I do clown makeup more often than not. But I have this clown mask that I got from uh, an old drummer of ours actually. Yeah. That has the mouth sewn shut with uh, the thirteen logo and the thread. Yeah, it, it's the mask that uh, that you wore in the the video for Sick. Yeah. 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 Mm. I think I've seen that. Yeah, very, very cool. Yeah, I got to, it's kind of hard to imagine, like, yeah, just being on stage with the mask. And also it's like, I'm sure like, I mean, is it is it kind of hard to breathe in that sometimes? Or does it like, is it somewhat restrictive or? Oh, yeah, it it can be. (laughs) Uh, For me, it just, it's so sweaty and so greasy. (laughs) Right. That that, that was part of the downfall with the the three face masks was it was uh, very difficult to breathe in and difficult to hear in because, like I said, the the two extra faces on the sides covered my ears, so it made sound checks a pain in the ass. And oh man, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, and the uh, the big smiling mask after that actually didn't have a nose on it. Mm. <laughs> so that one was just pure suffocation. Yeah. Holy shit, man! <laughs> wow. Yeah, but uh, it it looks cool as hell though. That's for sure, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's like every time someone joins the band and they ask like what kind of mask should I wear? I'm like, y- you figure it out. Like the whole point of it is to like find a, a mask and a face and an identity that speaks to you as a musician. Like, I don't want anyone in here coming. Like, I don't want anyone coming in here expecting me to like, tell them who, who they need to be on stage. They got to like figure out like exactly what they want to represent when they're up there. Very cool. Yeah. And just, you know, that way it's just like, it's not like everyone's got the exact same thing. It's like, it's, you know, everyone has their own identity and yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's really, really cool, man. It's awesome. Yeah. So you guys just had a new video come out, which is black ghost, which is the title track of the album scheduled to release yeah. coming up in October 13th this year. Yeah. What, you know, can fans expect from this album from you guys? Fans can expect what they never expected. <laughs> Good enough. Yeah. That, that. <laughs> that's that's what it should be. Yeah, so there there are parts of it that are heavier than before. There are parts of it that are softer and more out there than before. Um it definitely is like really really set on a on a very particular theme. Um it's very dark and monochrome and black and white and depressed and suicidal and melancholy it's just really it's it, it yeah it's heavy yeah it's, it, it it gets real yeah yeah i can kind of expect you know that i probably you know would how do i put this is this something that you know comes from just the way you know things have been for your last couple of years like is it you know is it more personal or is it kind of just more like how you've been affected by, say, like the pandemic and, and whatnot from the last couple of years and whatnot? So the material on the new album, it was it was written over a pretty long stretch of time. Like, I, I would say not long after I moved out to Texas. So it's been in the works for like six years, maybe uh, six or seven years. And um, it's it is a really personal album uh lyrically for sure because the every every track is meant to tell a story like a different story from the last one and some of them are from my own perspective some of them are from the perspective of characters that i've made up you know and they all kind of coalesce into just one big i don't even know how to describe it it's just this this big emotional Mm -hmm. roller coaster that's awesome. Well, um, if you don't mind, let's um, show the people here on Listen to the Podcast. We'd like to play the latest uh, single that actually, yeah, was just released earlier this week. That we on were just YouTube. talking about, yeah. Yeah, that we're just talking about. So since we're on that topic, man, let, let's go ahead. Uh, we're going to be playing Black Ghosts again. We're interviewing uh, 13, and we'll be right back.
All right, and that was Black Ghost. That was a badass track. Yeah, I checked that out um, just a couple days ago, man. Like, really, really dig it. So, I'm, I'm personally, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see, uh, you know, like what other songs are coming out, and and looking forward to the new album on October uh, for sure, man. Same, man. I'm really excited for people to hear it. Yeah, guys, it's it's been an absolute uh, pleasure talking to you guys. Wish you guys nothing but success. Um, but you know, before we let you go, uh, is there anything you guys want to promote, plug, upcoming shows? I mean, obviously, like we know about the new album. Is there is there any other news that you'd like for people to know about uh, Thirteen? Yeah. Um, so anyone in the Houston area wanting to catch us live after this album drops, we're going to be playing uh, at a place called the Purgatory Scream Park. It's a haunted house. Uh, we're going to be playing there with uh, Darkness of Tomorrow. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's it's going to be on the 15th of October, exactly two days after the album comes out. So we'll be there playing for all the people waiting in line for the uh, the haunted house. We'll have new material to play and uh, heavy music, some yeah. good spooks. Yeah. Yeah. Playing Black Ghost in front of a, a crowd of people at a haunted house. That sounds fucking sick oh yeah with all the the crazy clowns and people running around scaring people and stuff yeah oh yeah that's gonna make the crowd hype yeah <laughs> that, that that shit sounds awesome like is there any chance that there's gonna be any of this like videotaped that we can see like on youtube or <laughs> like, something, be able to share or something? <laughs> i'm a little too far away out here in florida so unfortunately i don't know if i can make it but yeah i would love to see that because like, i mean me personally, like I love like Halloween and haunted houses and stuff. So it's like if you put like you know new metal and metal with haunted house, dude, it's like shit. That's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's always been a dream of mine to play a haunted house. Um, we're gonna try and see if we can find a way to film the set, um, either professionally or on a live stream. Um, yeah, some way to get it out there for people. Yeah, if not, I'll, I'll I'll live stream it from my from my phone from on top of my amp or something. Nice, like, I'll figure something out. Oh yeah, <laughs> sweet, uh, sweet. So you y- you can expect to see um full video of our uh, album release show on the thirteenth. You can expect to see all the footage from that on Halloween. Um, because as as per every year when we do the album release, we play it. Uh, we play it for a crowd. We film the set, and then Halloween, we drop the, the video footage of that set. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, Zeke, Igor, thank you again, guys, so much for uh, taking your time to jump on the podcast. We really appreciate it. And, um, you know, hopefully we can have you guys uh, on again sometime in the future. Oh, yeah, yeah man. Awesome. Anytime. Sweet. Nice. All righty, guys. We'll take care, and uh, best of luck, man. Yeah, man. Hey, same deal. You too. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. <laughs>